This week, I'm going to take you to your final resting place. This is Anything With A Motor, and I'm your host, Elias Cruz. Stop by every Wednesday when we'll be looking into some of the most incredible machines on the planet and telling you some of their stories. You can find each one of our stories for free on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Ooh, spooky. Well, folks, in honor of Halloween, this week's subject will obviously be the hearse. Duh. The spookiest of all land vehicles. I'm sure most, if not all, of you have seen at least one of these things in your lives. They're not really that hard to spot, either, if you think about it. They're usually built upon an existing platform, like a luxury car or even an SUV. And they're often accentuated or elongated, really, by a really big rear section with glass, curtains, and usually, it, you know, the section is color-matched to the rest of the bodywork. Now... Prior to the research I did for this episode, I honestly, like legit, and you guys can call me dumb if you want, I, I, I would, I honestly always thought that hearses were just built by the companies that also built the car it was based on, right? Like, for example, if I saw a Cadillac hearse, I kind of just figured that GM built them to order straight from the factory. It turns out, though, that modern hearses are actually custom built by privately owned companies that actually do some really extensive work it's not just body work believe it or not but before we get into that though we have as always my friends we have to start at the beginning and after the break i'll take you back to the actually unsurprising and expected history of hearses until we get to about 1909 um also i promise the french aren't involved this time i swear okay Hey folks, are you listening to us on Apple Podcast? If so, why don't you be super awesome and leave us a rating and review on our podcast? Now, each review gives us a little bump that pushes our show higher up in the rankings, which is great because that gives us more visibility. And you can do that by visiting the link on our show notes or the link tree listed on our Instagram. You can also listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And we're back. Now, the use of basic wagons and vehicles to transport bodies and coffins, that goes back probably hundreds of years, if not more. But the modern use of hearses, both the vehicle and the term, dates back to around at least the 17th century, when the coffins of the deceased were transported by horse-drawn carriages adorned with candles. Now, when you think of ye yieldy hearse, you probably think of the same thing that most people would, right? A super ornate horse-drawn carriage. Think Cinderella's pumpkin carriage, but like 250% more goth, and you'd be right on the money. Oftentimes, though, those antique horse-drawn hearses, otherwise known as a funeral coach, were painted or stained black and adorned with black lace curtains, gold, silver, or sometimes even pewter filigree. Right? Those are the little, you know, ornate leaves and things like that that are carved into it. The reason they were called hearses, by the way, was because the word hearse came from the Middle English word hearse, which referred to a type of candelabra that was often placed on top of a coffin while it was being transported. 
This tradition of using a horse-drawn carriage to transport our loved ones to their final resting place stayed on around until 1909. How do I know that this was the year that we upgraded from horses? Well, that's because a lovely man named Christopher Lampton over at HowStuffWorks.com told me so. Here's an excerpt from his incredibly informative article on hearses. Quote, The first hearses, built with an internal combustion engine, didn't appear until 1909, at the funeral of Wilfred A. Pruin. The undertaker responsible was H.D. Ludlow, who commissioned a vehicle to be built out of the body of a horse-drawn hearse and the chassis of a bus. This new type of hearse was quite popular with the funeral home's wealthier customers, and Ludlow used it for about 13 more funerals before replacing it with an even larger model. End quote. So you see, as early as 1909, people were already trying to make the process of transporting the recently deceased quicker and, well, you know, more dignified. Once the motorized hearse started to become more affordable, reliable, and a more common sight, some cities and towns even used early versions for double duty as an ambulance. These were known as combination coaches, but they were eventually phased out in the early 70s as legislation from Congress deemed that both roles needed to be fulfilled by two completely separate vehicles. This eventually led to ambulances adopting, you know, big truck bodies and frames for their specialized needs and hearses going back to the days of really ornate and elegant styling. Speaking of styling, did you know that there is actually a name for the shape and style of most hearses that you see today? The long, sloping style that you see that goes low from the hood and then gets bigger as it gets to the rear is known as the Landau style coach. And to this day, it retains the super elegant limousine-esque look to it. Modern hearses have actually a pretty complex setup, believe it or not. They're not just like a big rolling box of leather and wood. Most of them will start life as a Cadillac, for instance, here in the States, and they'll be chopped in half. The frame is then lengthened, obviously, and then a giant fiberglass rear body section is attached and color matched using factory colors. Once bolted into place, the actual holding area of the hearse is going to be equipped with... Well, you know what? Christopher Lampton, again, sums it up really well in another section from his article. Quote, A number of internal and external features are added in the process. A long platform is placed inside to hold the casket. This platform has rollers on top of it so the casket can slide in and out through the rear doors. Bear peen plates allow the casket to be secured in place so that it won't accidentally roll while the hearse is in motion. Drapes are also placed on the windows that run the length of the coach. These come in two different styles. Formal drapes, made from a velvet-like material and hung in arches, like the curtains in the sides of proscenium-style stage, and the airline drapes, which hang straight down for a more modern look. The latter style is the newer of the two styles, having first appeared in the late 1950s. End quote. Now look, at this point, you might have learned more about hearses than you ever really cared to know, believe me, but now we get to the good stuff. Ooh. In Chicago, Illinois, there's a cemetery known as Archer Woods, where it's rumored that a team of ghostly horses, not even regular horses, ghost horses, who happen to be towing, you guessed it, a ghost hearse, will occasionally appear and scare the crap out of people, and according to some, have even hurt them. There is no known particular story tied to this phantom Uber. It's tied more loosely to a collection of stories revolving around restless spirits in the area. We also have the creatively named Sleepy Hollow Road in Kentucky, where among various other disturbing ghost stories, one about a hearse stands out. According to the legend, on certain nights, a black hearse has appeared to tailgate innocent drivers, forcing them to speed up in order to get away. The problem, according to some, is that the hearse is always faster than you and will eventually speed up beside you and force you off the road and into a ditch. 
Now, this story made its first appearance in the late 60s to 70s, which, if viewed through the lens of history, is likely just a really creative excuse by a bunch of stoners to explain how they stuffed their mom's Impala station wagon into a ditch while likely blasted out of their minds. Or was it? That's it for our story today, folks. Thanks for listening. If you want to see photos of our story and maybe even some videos, head on over to our Instagram page, AWAM Podcast. I hope we're able to make your commute or chores just as fast and entertaining as the machines we talked about. Remember to be safe. Please buckle up and enjoy yourselves out there. We'll see you next week. Adios, everyone.